Growing your business is tough, but don't worry, we've got you covered. We interview industry experts on how they've solved their most challenging business problems in SaaS or e-commerce. No fluff, just step-by-step playbooks to help you dominate your market and crush the competition. This is the How We Solve podcast. Here's your host. Hey, it's GQ here. Thanks for joining us on the How We Solve podcast. Today, I have on the show with me Rishi Sharma, the founder of Malama, an organization that is on a mission to make men's personal care as simple and as joyful as possible. And of course, also making the world a little cleaner and more sustainable. Welcome, Rishi. Really excited to have you here with us today. Excited to be here. All right. So we've been chatting a little bit about your new brand and kind of, you know, we've, we've worked together briefly on your previous brand QC. Now, I think our listeners would be really curious to find out kind of what's your backstory like uh, that led you up to QC and then finally with your new personal care brand called Malama. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it all started when I was a kid. I was a bit of an outcast, a bit of a risk taker. And I uh, just grew up over time and using those attributes to manifest it to be a bit of an advocate for advocacy and business. And uh, when I was about always starting multiple businesses on the side, whether it be, you know, a DJ business, entertainment business, fashion company for a bit, but eventually I decided to move into the family business, which was QC and um, where I helped to found and grow the direct to consumer business there and grew it to several tens of millions of dollars. And then, um, Establish other relationships with various retailers like Costco, Best Buy, etc. But now with the new business, Malama, I'm uh, taking both my passions of advocacy and business together. And so Malama's on a mission to help to fight uh, plastic pollution and climate change, as well as providing high quality personal care products to, to men. Right. And I think like one of the things you were mentioning, like, I think there's so much more to learn from your experience at QC as well. Uh, Cause you mentioned that, you know, you've, you've, you've started it and you've grown it for to such like the scale that it has right now. What are some of the key lesson points that, you know, are the key lessons that you've picked up while, you know, uh, spending your time at QC? Yeah. So I think probably the biggest lesson, um, I think as this economy and the world globally is changing a lot, uh, I think the topic that a lot of entrepreneurs have to face, both you know, for many years and new upcoming companies or established companies, is disruption. And so I'd like to kind of just discuss that a little bit. So just to give people a little bit of backstory, QC was uh, one of the pioneers in a direct-to-consumer or DIY home surveillance products. So you your security cameras, your DVRs, um, you know, CCTV products for home or business. In about 2009 and 2012, two companies that I'm sure some people have heard of, Dropcam and Ring, came out. And that disruption, you know, they brought unique products and a new unique business model to the category, which kind of, which changed up the industry as a whole. And I think one of our base failures was not to recognize that the changing was occurring in the category and consumers' minds were changing. We became a little bit too romantic or stick, stick to, sticking to the traditional business models that we were currently selling. And I think what one can take from that is to either spend the time to understand the new competition, where the, where the market is going, and establish the resources to really compete head-to-head with that, or you know, to establish your business in clear footholds and niches that you can allow yourself to continue to grow, develop, and have a strong base to always 
go to as an audience. So that's that's what I would say is it. The biggest lesson is just to focus more on why and who you're selling to and not so much the what and how. So that would be my advice. Okay. And so, you know, uh, taking, I guess, like taking that big lesson that you have from QC and now that you're kickstarting Malama as well, how have you kind of applied that to your new brand that you're launching? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, what we're looking to do is establish ourselves as a, as a leader, as a true skincare company, personal care company with high quality products that would rival um, any major, major company out there, but also speaking to our audience. So our audience is a consumer that is a value shopper, you know, somebody that wants to purchase products that and stand behind brands that they really care about and they value and have true values. So for us, it's climate change and helping to reduce our impact on that and contributing our funds to the cause. So we're working with several organizations through 1% for the planet to continue to fight that and as well as providing high quality skincare products that customers can rave about and um, take care of their their day-to-day skincare routines. And I think that's that's fantastic. I mean, considering at this day and age as well, with how, how everything is now with, you know, with sustainability, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. And, 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 you know, just kind of seeing how climate change has affected different parts of the world. I think, you know, just having the direction, it's, 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 it's really commendable, obviously. And in fact, I'm, I'm really curious, like what, what made you decide to, I guess, start a line under men's personal care? Because I mean, so you, you've mentioned that before you, you've always been trying out different kinds of businesses and you were with QC for a while. Yeah. So you kind of brought up, uh, I, I think and this is really interesting. This is the first time I'm hearing from you as well. You're mentioning like a music business, I believe, as a DJ or something like that as well yeah. prior, prior to that. So, so you were DJing as well before that. Yeah. So from the time I was in high school to pretty much throughout my college, I was a DJ at various events, event clubs, et cetera, and entertainment business. So, you know, just trying to service the customer as much as possible, provide fun and excitement to the audience. And so that's, that's what I did for a period of time, but uh, kind of just couldn't do it after a certain point. It's a very um, nomad-like journey. And so it's not something I could stick to for, for too much longer. <laughs> all right. All right. And, and so, yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of digressed there a little bit, but how did you mm-hmm. then arrive, like, you know, after QC that, what was the spark that, you know, made you decide to start Malama? Like, well, like, especially in personal care in this case. Yeah. I kind of was wanting to move into, sometimes I just guess people feel they need a bit of a change. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'd gone through some some things that had occurred in the business, personally, et cetera, and uh, realized that I needed to kind of do something different and really get that um, startup type of feel back. Um, and so I was looking for uh, products and businesses that I would want to start and uh, eventually land up to following kind of scratching my own itch. So I ended up looking for you know high quality, good quality skincare products that were all natural and also was you know, a brand that I could believe in, not just a, a drugstore brand or some some fashion label label that's deciding to move into the category. And so I realized there wasn't anything out there. And so I moved, moved into the category and did my research and decided, you know, this is a problem that I really wanted to solve. And when you also think, take into a look all the single usage plastics that go out there with these products and various other things, um, the impact on that alone to climate change is significant. And so wanted to help reduce that as well. 
Right. And if, uh, let's say some of our listeners are interested in obviously purchasing probably, uh, you know, I think like, it's just kind of like reducing your carbon footprint in this world. Right. So if they're really interested in kind of purchasing uh, products from Llama, you know, and obviously contribute to the cause, I guess, or to, to the movement of, you know, reducing carbon footprint, when can they expect, uh, or is, is your product already live or when can they, you know, kind of like uh, start purchasing from you? Yeah, so we're currently still in pre-launch, uh, but we're looking to launch in Q1 of next year, so Q1 2020. Um, but you can go to our website. Um, we have tons of content available for you to learn various skincare routines, information about why certain products you need, certain products, etc. And um, as well as sign up for our email letter, where we'll provide you updates in regards to all the updates that would be occurring um, with the business. All right, and, and just so uh, just so you guys know how to spell it, if when you're ready to go purchase and check it out in Q1, it's Malama like M A L L A M A dot com. Did, did I get it correct? Yeah, that's correct. All right, super cool. Okay, cool. So I think you're like uh, you know, I'm sure you probably have gone through a lot of books, a lot of different lessons. Now I know some people prefer not to read books, some people prefer videos, courses. What are some of the kind of resources that you would recommend? You know, uh, up, up, like you know, upcoming startup entrepreneurs, you know, who want to succeed in business. Yeah. So for me, uh, I am on the camp of. Uh, of uh, reading. So I'm dyslexic. So I listen, I listen to books myself personally, but I would say the three books um, that I would recommend um, are uh, Principles by Ray Dalio, Influence by Robert Cialdini, and uh, Think Simple by Ken Senegal. Uh, I think they're all three influential books that can help any startup entrepreneur, any existing entrepreneur in terms of just re looking at the way they're thinking, selling, and, you know, establishing their their brand into the marketplace in terms of apps or other resources um, for me i find uh, headspace is a great app for meditation and commerce and so maintaining the ability to control my own thoughts and being able to process information at a higher level i find it to be an incredible uh, tool and then for my own physical wellness um, and stamina in business i think uh, a great app is fitbod which allows to provide you different routines, et cetera, wherever you are. So um, that's would be some resources that I, I would recommend. Very nice. And, and how often are you using Headspace right now? Like, because I think you mentioned that you're, you're, I guess you're meditating pretty frequently, you know, like maybe you could share a little bit of that. Maybe some, some listeners might want to, you know, try out the same routine if that helps them. Yeah, absolutely. So I started doing meditation about three and a half years ago with Headspace. So I, I haven't used any other app in particular. So I don't can give advice on what's the best app per se, but I've used Headspace. It's been great for me, but getting back to the routine. So I usually do it in the morning, shortly after waking up, probably about 10 minutes after I wake up, I'll start doing Headspace. So started off doing it five minutes a day, then grew it to 10 minutes. And now I'm at 20 minutes a day. I do that every day, seven days a week. And then when, when I can, where I'm not too busy or, crunch for time. I like to do another 10 minutes at night prior to going to sleep, but it's not always the case, which is life, but morning is always done. So yeah, that's, that's what I look to do on a daily basis. Just incrementally increasing it over a period of time to get higher clarity. And I think like 
on that note, I think morning routines are such an important thing because, because similar, uh, I don't use Headspace, but I use, uh, what's it called? I think it's called inside timer. So I don't necessarily like follow like the routine or, or, or whichever that they have on Headspace. Cause I know they have guided meditations and so on and so forth. Yep. But, uh, I, I tried out inside timer just so you get the bells and the seconds counting. But, um, I really like the fact that, you know, when you stick with the common morning routine, I think this is, I'm not sure if this applies to you too, that you kind of reset your frame of mind before you kickstart the day. Cause you know, as an entrepreneur, you have so many different things that are going through. There's so many things that require attention almost immediately. Just having that quick reset, that quick, uh, I guess, centering of yourself in the morning, which is really help you succeed better at your day. I don't know if you, if you feel the same way as well. No, absolutely. hundred percent agree with that. I think, uh, as entrepreneurs, uh, or high business executives, you're dealing with so much chaos in the course of your day, things changing on a dime or new problems or firefighting this out, having the morning routines and, and your evening routines really help to stabilize that and put it into a framework where you can be your best self when you come to work. So hundred percent agree. All right. And is there a personal mission statement that you live by? Uh, so it's not so much a mission statement, but it's actually from one of the books I recommended principles. So he has a formula in there which I've altered slightly, but uh, it goes dreams plus reality plus determination plus empathy equals successful life. So in the book, it's dreams plus reality plus determination equals a successful life. For me, I added the empathy portion because that's just important to who, who I am, but that's essentially what I guide my lifetime. So, you know, focus on my big dreams, you know, add it, add it against reality and uh, use a little on determination and, empathy towards anything I'm doing to and hope hopefully it equals a successful life. So, and I like that you chose empathy because that is, I think that is so crucial in business because when you're working with different customers, the best way to grow your business is to really understand what your customers want or need. And, you know, in just any situation, empathy is always kind of like a really, I think just a good thing to live. I mean, to have and live by and also a, a really good tool for you to understand who you're, I guess, uh, solving, solving problems for. Yeah, absolutely. I think in business and life, regardless, I think just understanding and being empathetic of the person across the table from you or over the phone is just a great way to understand them and understand each other, which then allows you to find those business opportunities where you can add additional value, where you can understand your audience a bit better so that you can cater better products and services towards them. So yeah, I 100% agree. It's a, it's a key attribute in terms of being successful in business and life. All right. All right. So if someone wants to, you know, uh, maybe reach out to you or contact you to, to kind of find out more and maybe learn from, you know, some of the solutions and some of the ideas that are, or concepts even that you share today, what's the best way to contact you? Yeah. So I would say you can connect with me on Instagram, which is at R-I-S-H underscore underscore Sharma, S-H-A-R-M-A. You can also reach out to me or connect to me on LinkedIn. And then you can also text me at 650-433-9572. And then I'm happy to connect and talk about answering questions about business, skincare, personal care, whatever. Just happy to connect. All right. Very cool. So in case you guys didn't get the Instagram username, again, that's the, well, it's R-I-S-H underscore underscore and then it's Sharma, S-H-A-R-M-A. 
All right, cool. Well, I think that about wraps it up for our episode. Thank you so much for your time, Rishi. And I think that whatever you share today, the different lessons, the concepts, and even frameworks that people can use, that's going to add so much value to people's lives. So thank you so much for taking the time to you know get on the, get on this podcast interview with us. Thank you for having me, GQ. And I hope I provided the value to you and your audience. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to the How We Solve podcast. Thanks for listening to the How We Solve podcast. Dominate your market and crush the competition with our step-by-step playbooks. Subscribe right now in your favorite podcast player or visit howwesolve.com.